0: All right, Mike. check. Everything's all right. Everything seems copacetic. Welcome to Strange Lunch. This is the Malcolm X by any means episode. And what I just mean by that is I'm trying to get this episode in by any means today on Friday. Um I've had pretty much everything that has to do with Mercury retrograde. I don't know if Mercury is in retrograde or not or in reggaeton, or in Gatorade, or whatever. But I will say that it's been a very challenging day to get my work done and do anything that has to do with technology and traveling. So it's been pretty crazy. Um, I had to change my tire today, um, mid-ride. One During one of my um, pickups, the tire started deflating at a quick rate. And then I had to like, oh damn, I gotta end this one early and, and uh, get the got the spare tire from the trunk you know so it was action-packed and um it was a little it was very inconvenient because it happened during like the time of the day where the price was really high it was raining a lot of people had a lot of places to go and um i was there to pick up the bag but quite unfortunate that i caught a flat and um I had to get the spare tire from behind the trunk and get the jack lift get the car lifted you know but first you got to loosen up the nut the the little things that hold the tire in place loosen it, get the jack pump 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 it up, finish unwinding the tire, replace the tire, put the spare in sh- 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 close it up, put the tire in the back. Go to a tire replacement shop and get yourself a replacement tire. So and that's what happened there. Um, so on this strange lunch, I, you wouldn't believe it, but this is my third time recording this because I've had to go against the forces of nature. You know, getting phone calls in between the the recordings. On another recording, I find out that for some reason my iPhone microphone is not picking up sound too well right now, so I might have to go check that out, get that checked out. That's why I'm doing this podcast off the headphone right here. Same, this is the same method in which I write my music. You know, I I do a lot of things on this iPhone, including using GarageBand to make my beats and make my songs. So um communication errors and all the all this good stuff so finally here i am i'm in my car as you can see i'm using uh the great gatsby as a stand on my steering wheel to get this recorded for the video aspect of it for youtube um let's get into it so on this episode I wanted to start off by talking about another podcast that I was listening to, Planet Money by NPR, which is a fascinating podcast because they talk about everything that has to do with money in these... uh, I'm going to turn off this light. I hope it doesn't look... Yeah, it looks just right. Um, Planet Money talks about money and all its little nuances in different businesses, and it's just amazing how nuanced... This world can get. You know. The relationships of things that we. The general cause and effect. You wouldn't have an idea. Of how specific this world can get. And how interesting it can get. And this particular episode. Of Planet Money. Was talking about. The correlation between. Dollar stores. And grocery stores. And. And. You know, when I say dollar stores, I mean the Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, you know, brands like that. The name of the episode is called Dollar Store vs. Lettuce, episode 909, Planet Money. The first half, it follows the storyline of a woman by the name of Vanessa Hall Harper, and she works in public health. One thing she started to notice that was not supported by statistics by any means, it was just one of her hunches, is that for some reason, whenever there's a bunch of dollar stores in the neighborhood, the grocery stores are few and far in between. And the significance of this and public health is that the dollar store sells very similar things that a grocery store would, you know, you got your pastas, your cereal, your twinkies, you know, your your snacks. But you rarely see at a dollar store any vegetables. And that's because even in grocery stores, I learned this from this podcast, the vegetables don't are not where they where they make their profit. You know, they don't make their they're just selling vegetables because it's important to sell vegetables and people want it. It is in demand. But that's not how the where the grocery store is making their money. Grocery stores are usually making their money on the processed foods, such as the cereals, the Twinkies, the the pastas, because I guess my opinion, my um, hunch is that it's like the shelf life, you know the veggies is just a constant waste they're perishable they're they're you know the lo- and as the saying goes the longer the shelf life the shorter your life you know like that's the rule of thumb these days so um she notices this correlation she has nothing to prove it but then she's trying to do something about it she realizes that there's um this space that's up for sale and anytime she started to notice that anytime that something is going under construction in her neighborhood more likely than not it's going to be another dollar store opening up and it has something to do with that the dollar stores these dollar stores know the exact radius in which people are going to come into their store like people are not going to travel more than x amount of um kilometers i always use that word that that sound for kilometer kilometers um you know they're they're only going to walk a certain amount to go to a dollar store so that's why they pop up and create and have so many of them in a neighborhood so as you can see the problem is is that these dollar stores are selling the unhealthy things and they buy it in bulk and um, you know it's it's okay like you could you could have these things i i I don't really like um trashing products but i would probably say that they're not great for you in large quantities. So let's just say that, you know, cuz everything is in in how much you put into your body. The the poison is in the dose, right? Poison, medicine, it's dosage. Um so what she was able to do was like she wasn't able to stop that dollar store from opening up, but what she was able to do is get elected to Um, some kind of government, government official, you know, as a government official. And she started to push this policy because she had a curiosity, like, okay, how can we limit the amount of things, the things that we don't want in our neighborhood, right? And she started to think about, hmm, how can we go about this? She decided to take some inspiration from the wealthier neighborhoods because when wealthy neighborhoods don't want something in their neighborhood for like, you know, health purposes and things like that, they do something to to make sure that their neighborhoods don't have, like, a liquor store next to their their schools or whatever, you know? Within a certain amount of radius, so on and so forth. So she was able to get inspiration from a wealthier neighborhood who created... Like, okay, you can't stop them from coming into the neighborhood, but you can put a cap on how many types of this business can be in a certain radius of like in a certain zone of the neighborhood so through this i guess the limit was nine or ten and from so now that you've put the cap on it which they got sued but they won the government got sued by the dollar stores and they won She was then able to start the process of figuring out how to get a grocery store into the neighborhood. And that's a whole other aspect because what's happening is, is that the grocery store needs still needs to compete against the dollar stores that are there. And the second half of that podcast is how they competed. So I'm going to just leave you with that because I want to move on to another subject. So if you want to hear the rest on how. Grocery stores got creative enough to sustain themselves in a dollar store world. Check out Planet Money, dollar store versus lettuce. I just felt like I could share that because it's like, I'm not necessarily a health podcast, but I do health based art. And I want to communicate, you know, strategies for health and, you know, and topics around it because it's fascinating, you know, food and things of that nature. Kind of like that meme that I shared earlier today With a transgender person Using fish skin or scales For vaginas Really weird (laughs) But I, (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed that article It was like, whoa! I would have never thought about that one, you know Um the second thing I want to speak about Is uh, The sponsor of this podcast Hustle and Grind So Earlier this week um, I was really thinking about the, the the difference between the two words Hustle and Grind I'm kind of a semantic kind of guy Where it's like I don't like Two words That mean the same thing To mean the same thing I I instantly get curious of about what the diff the slight difference between the two words are so hustle and grind has been on my mind and this is what i came up with so there the saying goes you're either overpaid or underpaid for what you do and i think that this that saying fits really well with hustle and grind grinding is what you do and you're usually underpaid for it it's the it's the mud work. It's the work that you're doing to either build your name and like build your reputation or increase yourself in competency, where you're putting in so much effort and it's not necessarily giving you the reward yet, you know, the instant gratification. Maybe you could have small little wins here and there, but ultimately, when you're grinding, it's your hands in the dirt. You are like, like they say, like the word grind means to turn into powder, you know. So you're you really grinding yourself down for competency or recognition. I think that hustle is the second part of that. Where once you have some kind of credibility, some kind of reputation to base yourself on, that's when you can start being overpaid. Because of perception of competency and true competency you can increase the price and it'll be an overpaid for what you do and i feel like creating that definition really helps me and hopefully the listener here on patience you know like this is part of a two-part process you got to grind before you can hustle some people know how to hustle and they know, you know, they could hustle something up just off of confidence. The con man, con man actually is actually short for confidence man, who's someone who's able to instill confidence into people. But that's a whole other story. So that's my semantic rant, semantic rant on hustling and grind, and um, I think that that was one of my. Bigger gems this week that I was able to like think of, like off of way too much coffee. Usually, when I get hopped up on coffee, I'm calling somebody and I'm just like, Hey, so what do you think about this? <laughs> Talking all types of things. So, um, that's that. The third thing I have here on the agenda hmm, is, um, I'm on week two of running with the mile stylers. The Stylers are a Bronx-based running crew. They run three days out of the week. And they also get together and encourage each other to do marathons, half marathons. They get together at the point, at Hunts Point. The point is a community center. And this is why I chose to do what I'm doing exactly with who I'm choosing to do it. There's this concept called compounding, where you can kill multiple birds in one stone. You know, it's like a buckshot approach to your life. So let me break it down. To be healthy, I think, as a person, socially, you need to go and find a place for communion. You need to show up to a place constantly. Yes, you go to your job for that kind of stuff. And sometimes you go to the bar for that kind of stuff. You know, I find it that I like went to a restaurant, like i frequented a restaurant. I like frequenting certain restaurants and building relationships with the actual establishment, because one, it just creates a better the familiar- familiarity creates a better environment and relationship you know when you take people over there they're a little nicer to you and da da da. you know these are life hacks i think that this is great information for people in their early 20s like hey you want to start building a reputation somewhere show up somewhere and be a freak a place that you like and be frequent there and get to know the staff you know and it's also good practice because once you know how to do that you can apply it anywhere else so anyway so the the To me, the nourishing part of going somewhere and meeting someone and showing up over and over and over again. So, communion. So, you can get, like, that's why, like, yeah, so communion. Community, that kind of stuff. Then you have the community center around it. So, we're meeting up at a place where the community center is doing multiple things. The point is this amazing space that has a community garden. It's got screen prints, a screen printing shop where um, kids get to learn how to like print their own shirts. They've got art classes. They got photography classes. They have theater. It's after school for kids, but they have all kinds of like workshops and things that are happening. Like clockwork. Throughout the year So I would you know Suggest anybody who lives in the Bronx Check out the point If you're around the Hunts Point area That's a, a really dope place um, And then it gets the fitness thing done Where it's like I don't necessarily like to jog But I would say that Like not that I don't like to jog I, I, I like running forever But I'm not much of a runner anymore I, I'm really more into lifting weights now I can run three miles a week with a great encouraging group with a great sense of humor and um, that have really mastered the art of positive reinforcement. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's why I think that um, running with the Mile Stylers is such a fun experience for me, you know, and I like socializing. Just this week, I got to meet the person who I guess the way she described herself was... She's a real estate investor or something like that. She does something with real estate, but she also owns the Boogie Down Cafe and the Boogie Down Grind, which is, is two things. It's an art space and a cafe, but um, it's two different spaces. So she's looking to create in her neighborhood. She grew up in the Bronx. She's trying to create businesses there and invest. She's doing the Nipsey Hustle. She's doing the Nipsey (laughs) hustle, Like it's a dance. But it's actually like a money move. You know. And I want to meet more people like that. You know. I'm not from the Bronx. But I want to meet people who know how to do things. And who are very interested in investing within. You know. The places that they're from. And. You know, it's all part of the solution for the problem that we're always that I find that people in my community are always complaining about. Like, I don't know. There's just something about me in particular that I'm just like, OK, so let me sit down and think about this and approach it. You know, the podcast, this podcast itself is um an answer to that for me. This is how I answer th- this kind of issue. Um, But yeah, so it's been going great it's another thing that i'm i'm really into and due to the flexibility of my work i can really be more committed to it you know because i can get my work done and also get my play done so i'm i'm really just trying to like i said compound as much as possible and that's why i also like the podcast where with the podcast i can pull up anywhere with the car and i can have conversations with people who are around me and really start building strategies and sharing very niche information and becoming a more well-rounded person because everybody's got a little bit of a piece of something that you want to know, you know? Or we put to we are the pieces that put each other together. You are like the like billionaires like to say, you are the five people that you hang around, you know, the most frequently you you think same similar patterns and whatever corner of the universe like i have a friend that's into investing every time i give a, fo- a phone call to him you know he's got little gems in investing that 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 uh, that i can that i can uh take in you know i have I have, a, I have a community of yogis who are always talking about the body and balance and food and all this you know like it's just good to be part of those communities and in the network your network is your net worth so they say you know Um, I never really been the go out to the bar kind of person go out to the club kind of person you have to drag me out to those things and I had to withstand many years of being called really whack because I I would spend time alone uh, playing guitar fiddling with the technology to record you know and here I am, the thing is actually working now. So it took a while because, you know, the internet's a very dangerous place. <laughs> and um I'm not necessarily one that wants attention, but I know that attention is uh is a very important resource. I'm not I'm not willing to do certain things for it, but I'll I'll play the game, you know. Uh so that's I think that covers, you know, a good little 21 minutes of Strange Lunch. Why not? Oh, reading. I want to talk about reading real quick. Let's talk about reading. Um, I know we have a lot of excuses when it comes to reading. And this is, you're going to see me talk about this. And this is my perspective with a lot of things. Make it easy. You know, you never want to stop reading. Uh, right now, I'm speed reading The Great Gatsby. Right now, uh, The Great Gatsby is the book right now that I have holding this camera. I'm speed reading The Great Gatsby because I've never read it. I hear it's good, but I'm speed reading it. Basically, when I say that, I mean I'm not caring about the little details that I can't understand or that I have to sit down and squint my eyes to understand. I'm going to read what I understand really quickly and just... Keep just pound my way through the book and just pick up what I got to pick up from it, because it's vibes, you know. I'm sure that the story is very, very important to unlocking the world of America in many ways, you know. The world, the 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 consciousness of this environment that I am in. Bruce, Lee, I'm gonna leave y'all with this, Bruce Lee. Talks about one thing a lot of times He says What's important is to be To be able to orient yourself Understand what's going on The context in which you're in And then take proper action So that's the two step process For everything in life Orient yourself Take action So um, the more you can know about the world around you The more important it So, is I'll leave you with that Stay curious and have lunch with someone. I'm going to see you guys later. Goodbye.